Kia ora and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Extra Trials Football Podcast, the home of alternative football. It's Friday the 20th of August here in Auckland, New Zealand. It's happened again. We're in lockdown. The Delta variant is well and truly in the community. Sydney's Border Patrol has scored a massive own goal. Who knows how long we're going to be in this. Uh, join me on the pod to temporarily reprieve me from this shit show. It's the Asian Red Devil, Jasper Lau, and uh, the king of fantasy football, Mr. Jacob Whitford. How's it going, boys? <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm glad Jasper's joining this time. I'm always in your shadow, Jacob. <laughs> Me in your shadow. We can get into that later game. in terms of the league. But yeah, it's nice to have you two boys on. Uh, it's day three, is that right, of lockdown? Yeah. How's it going, boys? Are we still alive? Bit of cabin fever, eh? <laughs> it's like deja vu, you know? I'm sure Jasper's loving it. Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, I finally get to cook my own food, so I don't go out to buy my lunch every day. So so I live next to like the Northcote countdown. And that took me, um, on Tuesday, it took me 40 minutes to get in. So that's how long the queues are at the moment. You literally live, like, across the road. Yeah, literally across the road. <laughs> so I could have, yeah, well, I can't clone myself and get someone to hold the queue for me, per se. But <laughs> it was a long time. That's all I'll say. For legal purposes, now, before any do-gooders out there trying to complain and say, like, this podcast has been recorded in the same room, it's not. We're on Zoom. The three of us are recording remotely. So uh, any nonsense out there who want to complain about us, then uh, <laughs> this is the evidence. I'm going to screenshot this. I'm going to put this on Instagram. But yeah, uh, lockdown boys. Uh, we're in this yet again. Uh, for us Aucklanders, it looks like we're going to be in this for a long time. So uh, strap yourselves in, boys. 31 yeah. cases now, eh? How many more? I think there's 31 in total. Is it really? Yeah. So it's going to be a long one. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of... I think I knew this thing was going to happen. Because like... Last week, right, um, Chris Hipkins was saying, uh, if there was one case of Delta variant, right, we just got completely locked down to level four. And it, and what the Ministry of Health had to do um, was immediately send, like, a notice saying, to, oh, no, we're not locking down. I don't know if you guys looked on stuff um, last Thursday, last Friday. They, the Ministry of Health had to first time respond to that kind of rumours. Mm. And then, oh, yeah, so everyone was like, oh, it's just, 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 just the usual government stuff, right? But then, voila, on Tuesday, new lockdown. So, I don't know. I think some of the stuff has been cooking around the background. But I'm not really surprised that, that what's had happened kind of thing. But, yeah. Uh, you know what, boys? I picked the worst time to go on a diet. So, <laughs> this, this <laughs> challenge started on Monday, right? So, I was, I was cold turkey as it was, like, on just for one day on the Monday. And then Tuesday came around. And you know what, boys, you know, I'd like to thank all of New Zealand for supporting me on my diet, because if I can't eat Maccas, the rest of you can't. So uh, thank you so much for supporting me, boys. Mate, on Tuesday night, the first thing I went to was went to the McDonald's drive-thru. (laughs) All good New Zealanders, we just went there. It wasn't even open. They closed the doors already by then. And so you had to go through the drive-thru? Yeah. So you had to line up. And I ordered myself like $70 worth of burgers out. (laughs) I've still wow. got one burger left in the fridge. So <laughs> that tonight. Have you frozen your burgers? No, I didn't freeze them. I think my boss told me to freeze it, but I was like, nah, I think I'll just keep on the fridge. Mate, yeah. the bloody black market over here. Yeah, bro. No, there was like on trade me, some guy was selling his KFC for $100. I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> He's like, leftover KFC. It's like $100. And I was like, oh, classic. Uh, Hey, mate, how many PS5s have you got this time? Ooh, I stopped doing that, mate. Huh? <laughs> I, was, nah, I don't think the PS5 sells that much. You can't mark it up that much anymore. 
How many PS5s have you owned so far? I've owned I've owned three, just three. So I I've only sold two. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not being um and that's that's not my fault. I was like trying to um sell it to my friend for no markup and stuff, but they they just said no and stuff. You so, sold one to someone in MIQ, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he was in Christchurch. Uh, he came back from Germany or something, and then like <laughs> he had to get his mate from Ashford and to um to drive it all the way to Christchurch. So it was it was such a bizarre phone, but um, man, I managed to get it in one piece. So that was a good phone. Yeah, like because the PS Five is actually really big. Like I don't think people know how big it is compared to the PlayStation Four. It's massive, and there's a lot. Of, and the stand itself isn't like flat. So when you get PS5, you gotta have like these two cushions holding it together. So if it's like if it's kind of broken, it's not right. It can easily break. I was kind of scared, like sending it across New Zealand, right? Especially when you seen those videos of those like tradies just like chucking <laughs> things to the back of the booth. It's like oh, this is like the worst way to send something. Out. The lockdown uh, is for all of New Zealand, but the cases uh, it's not just in Auckland. We've got some in Coromandel now, uh, <laughs> Jacob. Uh, since you're the you know the mayor of Coville, which is a nice spot in the the north of the Coromandel, how's your family over there? I think the uh, <clears throat> the community's a bit shaken, eh? Because uh, one of the one of the uh, or case A, I think it was, um, went to the local cafe. Um, so pretty close to home for wow. my mum who lives there. There's only like maybe thirty permanent residents or something, so. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then obviously Coromandel's pretty, um, yeah, lots of locations of interest. So, yeah. Wow. Have they got the pitchforks out there, mate? Yeah, man. There's probably a few protests down there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, I saw Jasper on the, on the, uh, in the photo down there. With his mate Billy T. <laughs> Billy T. Yeah. You're at Square, were you? I think Billy T's in prison at the moment, mate. I saw him at home, mate. Isn't that where you're in? Nah, he sells his PS5 to pay the bail money. <laughs> God. So are they, they set up any roadblocks up there, mate, in the Coromandel? Um, I think so, yeah, yeah. I think the local Iwi sets them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <I don't> <laughs> So you weren't one of those cheeky buggers from Auckland trying to gap it and go into the Coromandel during lockdown? Nah, I can't really, can't really work too well from there. Can't do yeah. my FBL, mate. We have to mention that, though. You know, the people, like, the first thing, whenever there's a disaster or pandemic or whatever right there's always these yuppies from Auckland with their boats and bloody bikes and jet skis and everything you know going up north or whatever and usually bugging off to Coromandel but this time they couldn't even go there because uh the Coromandel is probably worse than Afghanistan right now wouldn't it <laughs> it's probably safer with the Taliban really with the, yeah, than man. COVID I'll take my chances over there you don't see any of the Taliban wearing masks, guys. Eh? So, <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah. I mean, the women are forced to wear masks, right? So, yeah. in some ways, it's a re- really safe country. Yeah. 50% is safe, yeah. 50% is safe. Yeah. The breeding <laughs> population is safe. That's the most important thing. Just put it out there. Um, have either of you had the jabs yet? No. 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 Same as me, mate. I'll probably take it if, if I want to travel back to Hong Kong or something. I'll take it, but if it's if I'm not traveling back, there's like literally no point. That's how yeah. I see it. I thought you'd be in group one, mate, with uh, having <laughs> gout and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Got diabetes but, or something. Yeah, eh? yeah. The 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 funny thing is, I probably am the big, probably bigger risk factor, <laughs> and I probably deserve it more, right? But I don't know, mate. I think just look look at look at overseas, and you go see how many people are jabbed, and they still get it and stuff, right? Mm. I mean, it's not really. 
I'm not going down that path, but it's it's interesting to look at like like Israel, for example. Israel had around eighty percent all vaccinated, right? All double jabs and stuff. They still got like massive breakthrough cases. And that's what they call it, right? They call it breakthrough cases. So if you're jabbed and stuff, um, and you still get it. Um, but the problem is like we don't know, for example, if they weren't jabbed per se, right? what would have been the same outcome, I think. So there's a massive trial going across overseas, right? And I think at the moment, um, it's probably best just to like, if you're elderly, then I think it makes sense, right? But if you're not elderly, then it's like, okay, well, how much worse can it really be? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you look at the cases, right, even here, so I'm in Beach Haven right now and I'm surrounded, right? It's like Chernobyl over here, right? I'm surrounded. <laughs> Everywhere I go, there's been a bloody place of interest, right? Someone with Delta's gone there. Bloody like, hold North Shore. Bakery, yeah. Domino's, yeah. Countdown, all surrounded, mate. I can't go any, like, now there's a few people, I ain't going to name who's on the trials, but you know who I'm talking about, boys. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. They were there that night and they're refusing. <laughs> really? They were yeah, they're refusing oh. to admit that they're there. I knew they were there because I had Snapchats with them on that night. It was last yeah. weekend on Saturday. But yeah, there's a bar one on Cluster, I think, starting up soon. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's mad one. But um, yeah, Jasper, so you're in Northcote. Yeah. I, I'm guessing that you're sick of the sight of cars just parked outside your, your house. I, I just I just look at them always earlier. So, like, they, they literally parked there for four, four to, two to four hours, right? Just to get a test. And then I heard like stories of them being turned turned back as well. So because apparently they have to like phone in the GPs and all that kind of stuff. But it's like it's not really clear how fast they do it and how long it's got takes to process. So I don't know. Like, I mean, all the cars are just just there sitting there, but it's just mm. crazy how everyone just mad rush to do it. I think it, it would have made more sense to get people that were like in those interested areas, right, to prioritize them first, right? Because then you see like who actually was in the chain, right? But then everyone else wants to do it at the same time. So it's just like, well, it's not going to work if everyone wants to do it at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. All right. We're going to jump from one rabbit hole to the other. Manchester United. It's been a, a pretty good start for United. I mean, you thrashed Leeds 5-1 in the opening game of the season. Beat your bitter rivals. Bruno Fernandes hat-trick. Paul Pogba assist masterclass. A brief cameo there for Sancho and uh, the unveiling of uh, a new centre-back, Raphael Varane. Ollie at the wheel? Come on, Jake. Thoughts, Jasper? <laughs> Come on, Jake. <laughs> I want to know your thoughts, Jasper, on Pogba. Right. On Pogba, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard to say, right? I think Pogba is a world-class player. I think he does a lot of things that no other players can do, right? He he finds those passes. His first touch is amazing. Um he creates space. Um, he's world-class, right? But I think this is exactly the same tune book we were saying for the last four or five years, right? We knew this when we signed him from Juventus. We knew that when he was still at United, when he was his junior, right? The problem is when we have those big games, right? When we have those games that you have to win, right? Does he turn up, right? And if, as a matter of fact, he turns up to all the medium to small games, right? And that's great. I mean, I love him. I love him seeing scoring. I love him seeing assisting. But every time we play someone like a Villarreal in a final, when we play uh, 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 Leicester in a semi-final, right, he doesn't get mentioned, right? 
And there's a reason for that, right? Because like in all big games, right, he's probably marked out, right? And it just happens to be there's these set of games where players don't mark him and he gets to do what he likes to do. But going forward, can I see Pogba perform to the same level? Potentially. I think he looks fitter. I think the team looks sharper. But we know that the Premier League is a marathon, right? And these one-off games can be real deceiving, right? Um, the only good thing I'll say is last year he only had three assists throughout the whole season. This year, he's already got, he, this, the first game, he's already got four assists. So he's already better his record, right? That can only be a positive, right? And there's a World Cup coming up next year. And generally, like the year before World Cup, everyone plays better, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think long-term, I think for this year, Pogba, keep him. But I have a feeling that he's got to go next year anyway, back to Juventus or Real Madrid. So, yeah. What about PSG? Oh, that's, a, that's, that's an interesting one, eh? I think, I think PSG would be very tempted to sign him, eh? Because he's such a global superstar, right? But it's the same issue that I see. It's like, will he win those big games, right? I mean, you look at PSG now, right? They have all the biggest players in the world in that team. But if that team... Does that team need more Pogba's or does that team need more Kante? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they have like almost like an option. It's like, well, actually, we've, this this team's already stacked. It's already unlocked its potential. They need more like like hardworking players or something that's a bit more different from a Pogba per se. But that being said, I think PSG probably and Real Madrid are the front runners. But I know Paul Pogba always talks about Real Madrid, right? So I'm still I'm still thinking that Florentino Perez is just like. Mm, we want a sweet moolah, bro. We want a sweet moolah. So, do you think he'll leave on a free? Because um, Woodward's not there, I don't think so. Mm. And uh, at the same time, they he still got. I think um, until the end of next year, I think right. So yeah. potentially, because um, he's gonna be twenty eight next year or twenty nine. So this is his last big contract, right? So I feel like. I feel United's got to sell him at a reasonable price, but like maybe the same price we bought him for, which was like 86 mil, was it? Mm. Or something like that. Mm. So I feel like we can get similar something similar from him. But it all depends on like what the finances of the other clubs are, right? Because Real Madrid is so much debt right now. They don't, they, um, the last two windows, they've literally spent zero, zero dollars on buying their players. Can Real Madrid cough up 80 mil when they want to sign Kylian Mbappe, right? Mm. So... At the same time, we're looking at Kylian Mbappe will be worth more or cost more. You're right. So Real Madrid probably might not have enough money to sign up next year anyway. So I could see PSG sweeping in in that case just for the sake that Pogba brings in so much money. And But then, does PSG need more money? I don't know. They've got plenty of... <laughs> yeah. You know what's pissing me off with this old PSG thing, right? is uh, the Swans are playing Bristol City now tomorrow uh, in the Championship. Now, that game is a Sky game, right? But because of the whole bandwagons over here, they're only showing one game of football now in that time slot, so on Sky Sports 7. So what should have been Swansea-Bristol tomorrow is now Brest versus PSG. And Messi's not even going to play tomorrow, is he? So uh, uh, it's annoying. I'm going to have to find some dodgy stream now. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, man. But um, with United, great start to the season. Bad leads. I'm more excited to talk about the player they didn't play on the, on the weekend. This uh, Varane. United fans have complained about the owners and how bad business has been over the years, how much money you spent. But if you compare that to what Arsenal have done with Ben White for 50 mil, like Varane, <laughs> come on. 
multiple Champions League winner, a World Cup winner. Oh, I can't compare it, mate. And he's only 28. Like, you're going to get... He's still got his best years in front of him, which is going to be yeah. at Old Trafford. So, I mean, no one's talking about this transfer, but it's probably the, the transfer of the season for me in the Premier League. Imagine him and Maguire together. Oh. Yeah, it's interesting um, just watching the game on the weekend, how well Lindelof played. <laughs> <laughs> People have been saying that he'll he'll step up now that Varane's there for competition. Yeah. <laughs> he can need to. Yeah. I mean, his competition's been Phil Jones, so that's not too much. Is it? Yeah, it's not really competition, is it? Uh, speaking of Phil Jones, oh, that, Phil Jones is the boy. Like, So Varane's come in and he wants number four. Phil Jones is saying, nah, I don't want to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I thought I thought he was gone, eh? Like, I, I forgot that Phil mm. Jones was still on the box, eh? He's still got number four, mate. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I, I love Phil Jones, eh? I, yeah. I, I, I read him as a player. I, I, I honestly like Phil Jones a lot. But I think I think he's just milking that, that, that last year of that contract, eh? Just, yeah. just don't give a shit anymore. But, like, I think, I think he's, like, I'm fairly targeted. So, like... I think under Mourinho, right, in that three on three years ago now, um, he he had a really good partnership with Smalling, right? Like he he had the second best defense in the league that year, um, but he had too many injuries, and and I think that um, final against Chelsea, I don't know if you guys remember, there was that mm-hmm. final with Chelsea, and Hazard slipped past him, and then he had a one on one with him, and Phil Jones tackled Hazard, they got um, Chelsea the penalty and won the FA Cup on that. I reckon that massively affected him afterwards but I, I i still think phil jones has been an awful success right in his first half of his career but at the moment um i think um louvin gal left um yeah he's been a bit, of, bit on the back end of stuff uh that being said i think Varane is just a, a massive upgrade um yeah. and that being said he's not immune to mistakes right like if you watch the world cup and you watch a bit of real madrid games He's not the sharpest of all defenders, I think. And it'll be interesting to see whether the physicality of the Premier League will spook him. Because I think given that most of the Premier League players are just physical and so quick and stuff, is that something that he'll get used to? Because I, I do agree with that kind of like saying that like the Champions League is a much slower game. Like it's more tactical. It's more um, like, you know, with different runners and different stuff. Whereas like the Premier League is just like, you know, at you the whole time kind of thing. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Mm. James Sancho, how big of a role will he have for United this season? I think they've been crying out for a right, right winger for a long time, eh? a few seasons, I'd say. Um, but I don't know. I can't really tell how he's going to go. I think, like Jasper was saying, like it's a different league. Eh? It's more physical and he's yeah. not really a massive guy, is he? <laughs> yeah. He's, I think his key difference why we signed him is once he's in the box, he does magic right. He makes people he makes people excited and hard. And the the reason he does that is his footwork, um, his passing skill, um, it's just immense. And the problem with United in the past was every time we got to the final third, anyone that played a low block or were just all camped inside their own half, we couldn't break them apart. We didn't have the players to just go, like go through them. I think we did in terms of Fernandez, and you saw that in a lot of his goals, right? But having Sancho on the right wing just gives you that two option. You have you can have Rashford on the left, Sancho on the right, all the defense would just be terrified, right? Because how do you read such a game, right? With both wingers with high pace and both can do, um, you know, score 
and he can beat the one-on-one players. So I think having Sancho, as you're saying, Jack, is just um, what we've been looking for for a long time. The fact that we did sign Angelo Di Maria uh, back in 2015, and then he just snaked his way back to PSG, <laughs> kind of pissed me off because we had we had a right winger, we had a world class right winger, well, Dobby the but, Elf. <laughs> yeah, and, and it just happens that his missus doesn't like Manchester, right? And and <laughs> and that Louvain guy just signed, just didn't want to play him, right? So I don't know. Like I I, I still think the number seven shirt is cursed, right? So will Sancho break that number seven? Will he break the curse? Yeah, I mean, where's this leave uh, my boy Dan James? I mean, I'm surprised he started the club. Yeah. And started on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Daniel. I don't know. Do you reckon he's going to get shipped out before the end of August? Or I don't know if he'll get shipped out. I think he's like really good to have on the bench, but probably, it's probably more that he wants some game time, you know? So mm. um, I, I can't see him starting many games once like Rashford's back and once Sancho's settled in. We've got like Greenwood. Yeah. We've got... Um, when Cavani's back as well, I mean, it's quite, quite a lot of um, competition up front now. Yeah, I, I see him as a rotational player, and I always, I've always seen him as a rotational player, right? So, I don't particularly see his development as a hindrance, right? Because United's got played so many games this season, right? We're, we're in Champions League, uh, we've got League Cup, um, we might get dropped down to Europa League again. I don't know, hope not. <laughs> um, and so I think just having that many players on your on your box, right, is going to be a bonus anyway. And we don't know about injuries, right? There's the injury, the I word is yeah. always out there, right? Once someone's is injured, whether it's Greenwood, whether it's Sancho, whether it's Fernandez, you need someone that to step in. And I think Daniel James shown like over his time with Wales, he's a good player, right? It's just I just feel like he doesn't get enough direction what to do in the final third, whereas Ollie's like tactical. Um, telling him not to do it, or whether he's just not kind of capable of doing it. But he's he's a skilled player. There's no doubt about it. He's so good when he wants to be. And it's not just his pace. It's like his his the the lines he runs, the lines he runs create a lot of space for other players to um slot into the middle and stuff. So I think you go have a player like Daniel James just as an option. Hmm. Speaking of players that could be out the door, uh, Jesse Lingard, would you let him go? No, I'll keep Lingard Dino, right? I love Lingard, though. <laughs> I see, I, I seem to like all the trash players. I don't know why. But, uh, <laughs> I, I think Lingard is a player's player, right? It's like Jacob, right? Jacob is a player's player. Anyone that plays with Jacob in football knows that he has a calming influence, and you know that Jacob's got to run the extra mile. And I think on extra charge, we'll call him Kante, right? There's a reason for that, right? Because Jacob, you just cover everything on the pitch. And I think Lingard does that on attacking side. He just runs like a headless chicken right, all the time. And you know, as, as a player, you can always see him moving. And that's like the best thing is like, you know when to pick a pass or when to just like lob it forward. Doesn't matter. He'll go there kind of thing. So I think what um, David Moyes showed, right? And what Mourinho kind of showed was that if you use him well and you let him carry the ball, he's amazing. Right? And I, I love Lingo. But I think, I think Jake would agree with me that um, moving him home moving him on it's probably the best thing for both sides in the sense that he gets to play out his final two or three, or two or three years in Premier League but at the same time show like show the world how good he is yeah I agree um, and we've also got like Van Der Beek sort of in the background as well oh, shit yeah and I mean that's another topic but <laughs> um, I feel like they're kind of competing for the same same spot in the team mm. um, which yeah, is on like, the bench right which is on the bench <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Yeah, and I feel like, um, yeah, like West Ham, he obviously Lingard did really well there and, yeah, deserves to sort of start games and, yeah, he's done his time kind of thing. In terms of uh, your attacking threat up front, like the strikers, so you've got Cavani, who else you got right now? Who started Greenwood. the weekend? Greenwood. Martial, Martial, yeah, Martial. Rashford. Like, how disappointed you didn't get Kane? Or were, were you ever in the running for Kane? I don't think so. I, I don't I don't think Kane would want to step down even lower to our side. Um, <laughs> uh, that, not, not saying that because Kane essentially is a Lukaku, right? And and a Cavani, right? In some ways, right? And I just I just didn't see like obviously it'll be nice to have him, but it's like he's not upgrading himself by coming to our club. He's only upgrading himself if he's going to a city or mm. something, you know, like that are kind of destined to win something. I think with United at the moment, it's still a bit of an experiment stage, right? Where we might do really well this season, but at the same time, it could just be a disaster, right? But did you feel that United could have done with a, a like a top striker coming in, or are you just happy what what you've got right now? Yeah, I think um, I, I think we're kind of at the point where we could handle another season with Cavani and the current team, um, but next year we'll definitely need a centre forward. Mm. Yeah, like Haaland maybe. Ah, uh, Harlan. Yeah, that's <laughs> a Viking. Um, uh, uh, you know what, though? Um, Lewandowski, he's put in a. Has he put a trans- transfer question, or he's just said that I want to. Dude's he's 35 or 36, bro. He's yeah. Like, yeah, he's old, but. He's on my way out. Would you not go for Lewandowski? Because, so, like, I mean, someone else is going to buy him if you're not going to buy him. We've got Cavani. I don't, I don't see how Lewandowski. Like he played, he's he, he's like a poacher in the box, but we kind of need we kind of need a striker that's um, multifaceted, I think, because um, we've got the poacher at Greenwood as well, and but we need a striker that can kind of, you know, does what Kane does, which is like play from the deep, um, can play in the box, um, and I don't I see Haaland as being that that fits the mold actually perfectly, but. I just don't think United's got the balls to sign on that. Or I think I think Bayern's got fast track of signing next year. So yeah, nah. I mean, I would love to have um, someone like um, Harling, but yeah. Lewandowski, I just think um, doesn't give you that self value. I think with United, we're still looking at those players that will give you a self value, right? Mm. So you you sign for Iran. That's 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 not just um, the the quality of the player, right? You get that French connection, right? You get more sales in France. You know, there's there's these things that go. I don't know why they signed Dane James then, right? There's no self value in Wales, but um, <laughs> but, but I think I think we've we've removed that from that policy, right? We're signing all these random players, like um, remember um the um who was the spe- who was the Uruguay player, the um Palestri? You had the uh, Forlan as well, didn't you? Forlan, yeah, mm. Forlan, yeah. That's uh, a long time ago, but long time season, ago, yeah. Last season, we signed two young wingers, right? That no one's heard of, right? Ahmad Diallo yep. and Palestri, right? These were like development players, right? So that's great. I love that. That's what United did in the past, right? And that's what... But then this season, this this transfer, you know, for, for whatever reason, right? We've got Sancho, we've got Ferran, and we might get something else in as well before the end of the next week. And these are not development players, right? These are like pieces of a puzzle that will win you leagues, right? So I, I don't know. I, I just think we tried that last season. Didn't work out. Let's, let's buy players that we can like have like more than just like, you know, like development. Like, mm. because Sancho is a, 
as an English player, up and coming. He's got to sell you so many shirts. He's got to sell you so many things, right? So, and, and that's exciting. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, um, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens. Though, yeah. I mean, long. it's only one game, but can United win the league? They have to be in the running. There's, I, I personally think Solskjaer. So I've I've cleared my debt with Solskjaer, right? I'm not going to call him a P teacher anymore. I'm not going to call him a clown. <laughs> I'm just going to say, he, he has 100% on my backing right now, right? Because I think it's clear to, to me, right, that because he's had the same amount of time as Louis Van Gaal and Jose Mourinho, right? Both those old managers won something, right? Both those managers had worse, like, worse squads, like not as good squads that he did, right? He has lost more games than both of them. He has not won anything than both of them. Okay, that did is clear. It's, it's, but now he's got the squad that is like an ultimate team, right? He has no excuses why he can't at least challenge and win the title. Right? So if he, if he loses out by, like, let's say, five points, I think that's acceptable, right? But anything more than five points, you're the worst incompetent manager because you have a stacked bench, you have a stacked first team, You've got all. You've got everyone has no money right now. Everyone's poor right now. You've got every factor that you need to go in your favor is going in your favor, right? Let's just take City and Chelsea aside, right? Even if you don't count those two teams, right? Our squad at the moment and our depth, it's it's the best it's ever been. It's 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 around. I, I say this team is around the two thousand eight two thousand nine team, right? Where you had like four first choice strikers. I think um, Jake would agree with me when we had um, when we used to have um, Hernandez, Berbatov, mm-hmm. Rain Rooney, Tevez. You know, there's like a selection of strikers, right? Of different types, right? This is the first time I've seen since supporting United where we had that choice, right? We have a Greenwood, we have um, Martial, we have Cavani, right? And there's also um, Anthony Ilanga, right? There's all these players that are ready to step in when they need to. And I just don't see any more excuses. You have to win something this season. Yeah, I think um, it's hard to um, compete with someone like Man City, though. Like, I agree, I think we'll be right up there competing, but I can see another season where, like, Man City just run away with it again. Um, So I think he needs to target something else, like a, you know, a cup or something. Well, you can't compete with a league cap because that's City's cap, isn't it? So you, you have to go cup, for an FA Cup or a Champions League or something. Isn't that <laughs> Arsenal's cup? No, no, the Carabao Cup, man. Oh, the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, cup, that's, yeah. Well, that's, that's not Arsenal's Arsenal. Well. Well, not anymore. <laughs> now, carry on, Jake. So do, do you genuinely think that United could challenge or are you just thinking a second place but a smaller margin this time, not 12 points like last season? I think they'll they'll challenge for like the majority of the season, but I can't see them getting first this year. Jasper, you can tell me because you follow United more than I do in terms of stats. So in terms of the games that you drop points in, do you see that as a factor this season where you're dropping points against the lesser teams? Well, that's that's the proof in the pudding, right? I mean, you've Solskjaer now has a decent squad with so many options that he can't be dropping points against Sheffield, right? He can't be losing 2-1 to Sheffield or 2-0, whatever it was. Uh, they're in the championship now, mate. So <laughs> yeah, well, this exactly, season. right? <laughs> <laughs> the whole, the whole point, yeah, the whole point about like you can lose the big games, you can always lose the big games, but you can't lose the small games. And there's no such thing as a small game in Premier League anymore, right? As the mighty Brentford has shown, every game against them will be a big game, right? But but the important thing is every game is the same, right? Every game is three points, right? So the fact that last year we still lost to all the minnows, right? We still mm-hmm. lost like to um, what was it 
um, yeah, Sheffield. Um, I can't remember who we lost to again. Like, I think we drew to Wolves. Um, we beat them once. Um, yeah, there was just a selection of teams which you wouldn't expect United to lose, and they managed to find a way to lose. Um, and so at this point, if you can say progress after three years now, this is three years for Solskjaer, yeah. and we're still losing those games, then something's seriously wrong, right? And that's that's basically my basis point, right? Basically saying, if we can win the same amount of big games, right? Because we drew a lot of big games last season, but let's say we win some and we lose some, but then we win most of the smaller games, then that is a clear sign of progress, right? Because you have to remember last season, right? We only managed to get like 76 or 77 points. Under Mourinho in his second to last year, like his last full year, he got 81 points, all right? And so you're telling me after three years with all these upgrades, you have your first choice center backs, first choice right back, first choice center attacking mid, first choice striker, first choice right winger. You still can't get more than 81 points? You should be sacked immediately, right? Just, <laughs> just walk disgrace. That, that shirt should be burned to the ground. And just like... <laughs> I'm going to be serious because if you look at what happened in the last four or five years, right? Either City or Liverpool would run away the league with 100 points, 95 points, 98 points, right? If United was to be the same level as those clubs, right? And saying they were good, I think we have to target 95, 98 points. And only then I would say that's a massive improvement. And even when that happens, right? That should be the expectation, right? Because we've signed so many good players. There's no reason why we're not, you know, winning the league by running away with it. Well, we're going to shift from uh, reality to fantasy. It would be a shame to have the two experts here, particularly the King. We didn't talk about fantasy. So week one, the opening weekend, we had a lot of goals, but most importantly, a lot of points for our fantasy teams. Now, if you didn't have Bruno or Salah, then you're fucked. You might as well give up. Really. You should just give up. Uh, I'm pretty sure all three of us had Salah and Bruno on our teams. Who did you captain, boys? Salah for me. Yeah, same here. What about you, Jay? Oh, I did um, Fernandez. Ooh, like he's uh, loyal. Yeah, I'm loyal, I'm, loyal, I'm loyal to my team. I love my team. Um, but I didn't have Salah, okay? Oh, so you didn't have I, Salah? No. I, I had Jota. I had Jota instead. So I still had some Liverpool okay. points. Yeah. But Salah was just too expensive for me. Right? I just want to, yeah. to spread the load, right? Spread the love. <laughs> and, and and I love Salah. I had Salah for my whole team last year. But, um, but I just felt like I didn't know what Liverpool was going to turn up. I had I had a bit of a, like a because not there's there's not been like exciting signings. It's like they have exactly the same team as last year. Right? Yeah. I just felt oh Liverpool might lose this game. Liverpool yeah, but it's might... Norwich, mate. Like they always beat Norwich. True, that's true. <laughs> like dead giveaway. You need you had to put <laughs> you had to captain Salah. I'm sorry, you had to. Right, yeah, I made at least mistake. having your team. You like, come on now. Yeah. Being an expert, you have to have both of them in your team. They're premium players. No, but the problem is what happens if he doesn't fire and then you take out all those other options you might have in the and spread across other games right so uh, i think when I, my strategy right and i've proven to be wrong because i'm i'm what i'm 26 on the on the team I think, yeah i can't see you down there back yeah you can't see me down there right? um, <laughs> <laughs> he's on the third page because <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you you have to you don't know what teams are coming to form right so i just feel like you can't bet on the two players immediately without seeing what the other points may be coming from mm. so obviously yeah. it's proven wrong so i haven't done i haven't done as well but again it's it's a marathon not a sprint run. so 
And last season was the same thing. I started pretty poorly last season, and then I managed to came back to third. Um, but I know Jake had a pretty poor start last season as well before yeah. racing home. I- Actually, um, what happened last season, I had a really good game week one, and then the rest of the first half of the season was really crap. Um, and then I brought it back at the end. So hopefully that doesn't happen again. Yeah, all right. Before we talk about what happened on the weekend, let's uh, roll back a little bit. So Jake, he was ranked in the top 0.5% in the world last year. And we had about uh, roughly 8 million players. And he won the league by like five points last year. Yeah. <laughs> Who was second? The guy called Noah Gallagher. He oh. bottled it. He bottled it. I he think was it was only like whole one point in the end. Oh, yeah, you're being, you're, too, you're being too generous there, mate. Do you know what did him, though? He took a hit on the last week. Oh. So he took a minus four hit, and that's that's what made me win. <laughs> Which is crazy, yeah. But that's mad, mate. You're in the top 0.5 in the world. and That was your best of the season, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Incredible. Considering the bad start you had, like yeah. and you've had a pretty good start the weekend. You had ninety four points. Um, you're in the top yeah. six right now in the league. The league's looking very competitive. We've got a new yeah. a crop of new young bloods in there trying to take the crown from the king. Um, <laughs> are you feeling the pressure, mate? A little bit. I've been looking at people's teams and they're like all very similar. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a long game, you know. I say it every time, but it's a long game. Yeah. Let's look at the differentials here. I mean. So for me in the first week, right, I made some mistakes, but I'm generally, you know, I'm quite happy with what I got. I got 83, 84 points. So there's only one clanger really for me was uh, David Ray. I left him on the bench. Um, mind you, I did transfer out Pinnock last minute. Uh, that didn't go out too well. But um, yeah, Raya was the only one I really left on the bench. There were some points there. But apart from that, I'm pretty happy with my team. I feel that Ivan Tony. Uh, if you looked at that first game, he was unlucky not to score a few goals. Um, mm. He's going to be dangerous this season. It's, it's just a matter of when, not if he scores. Uh, it will happen. But are, are you see? I, I'm I'm a, I had Tony as well, but I'm really skeptical because right? this is the same story I had with um, Andre Gray. Remember Andre Gray? Yeah, a few yeah. years ago, he's back he now, like, isn't he? he like, oh, he's he's a waffle. I'm so sure, but um, yeah. he had like he scored like thirty something goals in the championship, and then he came to the Premier League with Burnley. And he scored, I think, what, one goal the whole season? And I was like, oh, energy great. You have to have him on his team, right? He's a differential, right? And then, yeah, he just didn't show up, right? And and I'm, 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 I look at Tony, right? Tony looks like a really good player, right? He's physical. He's big. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, he's still playing for Brentford, right? He doesn't get to play Arsenal every week, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, sure. So I I I'm, I still have him. I have I have him in my starting team this season, um, this week because um yeah. he's playing Crystal Palace, right? Because I think Patrick Vieira is shit. I don't, I don't I don't see why they signed him, but whatever. Um, as a manager, but um, so I'm I'll, I'll put some money on Tony this week, but but I I'm still skeptical. Right? Um, yeah. he's the first striker I'll probably transfer him out. Really? So the thing is, boys, I got Pookie in my team. Um, not because I think he'd be a danger man. It's just I know he's a first team starter and he's six million. You know. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work out for him the first time in the in the league. But yeah. I don't think it'll work out this time either, really. So you just want the pookie party, right? You just yeah, want to have the massive pookie party. <laughs> and make the memes of pookie, you know. Um, oh. But, but uh, Jay, go with your differentials then. I mean, you have to go for every single player. I mean, just pick one um, or two out because we need to give you some fairness here because uh, I'm sure everyone's copied the team more or less, or how I look at it. Oh, to be honest with you, mate, first thing I did, right, I didn't look at the scores on Saturday morning. First thing I did when I woke up, I genuinely did this, right, 
is I looked at fantasy football, went to the teams, clicked on your name, and that was the first thing I did before checking any score. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked at that, I thought, interesting. It's not the team I thought you'd go with. But anyway, um, yeah, go for your differentials, mate. Well, I've got um, the first one probably to mention is Smeekus. Is that how you say it? The um, left back for Liverpool. Jasper, you're learning Greek, aren't you? Um, I am learning a, des- a descendant of the Greek language. Oh, sorry, sorry um, Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Espanol. <laughs> You're sorry, Jasper. Um, donde es um, Northcott in la in la ciudad? Well, anything wow. I remember from Spanish is donde esta la biblioteca. Where is is biblioteca? Is that what it means? Where's the library? Where's the library? Where's the library? Sorry, uh, yeah. So you got the Greek waiter there uh, for Liverpool. Yeah, he's four million, so he's like as cheap as it gets. Um, How long? How many games you reckon he will play then? I don't know. Actually, that's because I I was thinking he'd get a few game weeks um, because Robertson had a pretty bad injury. Um, But I think Robertson's back back in training. Oh, he's at least running again. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to last long, which is quite you got, concerning. You got six points, bro. I'm just looking at your team right now. It's it's a really good team. But is Except he is he white. is he attacking? <laughs> is he attacking threat, bro? Is Samakis like was he crossing yeah. the ball? Yeah, he's 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 more attacking. He's better attacker than a defender, I'd say. He's going to have to be like if you look at like you know when we were talking about United players before. You know, you got players that are playing for the position. If they have a bad game, one game. You know, think of it. It's really hard for anyone to fill into that role at what Robertson does, right? So you're going to have yeah. to sort of be like the same player, even if you're not. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's a good pick, mate. I mean, I, I'm not surprised that you got him. But, I mean, it, the question is, though, is when do you transfer him out? Yeah, you know? that that's a hard one. But I think, like, I've got enough. I've got Ailing on the bench. You know, I've got, last week I played four defenders. So I've got, you know, i got someone to cover him and then... If I want to transfer out, I got like a you know a week or two to do that. You got a goal for me, so, What a cracking goal! I know <laughs> the one goal he scores, eh? Oh, great goal, yeah. Oh man, I looked at it, I thought, how the fuck did he pick Aylin? Hey, Jacob, um, King Jacob, um, may I ask you what what's your views on um, Reese James? What about Reese James? Is he someone that you're looking to the season? He was really good last. How how much is he? How much does he cost? He's five point five because I have him. <laughs> ah, okay, there we go. But yeah, I, I, I just I just felt like Chelsea keeps a lot of clean sheets under Tuchel, so you gotta have to have one Chelsea player, right? Yeah. But yeah, does he make the difference? Do you think he's gonna make a difference long term? Um, I think like you're right in getting a, a Chelsea defender. I think the question is. Do they play every game mm-hmm. and do they play 90 minutes? Because, like, I noticed that James only played 23 minutes last week. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, he only gets one point for that. Um, you want someone who's nailed on, like, every every game week, which is, like, yeah. Rodriguez, I guess. And oh, no, don't say, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> do you have him? Uh, don't say that. Uh, not him, then. Yago Silva? Yeah. Actually, um, Alonso's one that I was looking at as well. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Is, what's he classed as? Is he classed as a midfielder? No, defender. Or does he play as a midfielder? He basically plays like as a wing back. Okay. He's he's the high scoring defender this week. I remember uh, he had a ball, oh, was it three seasons ago in fantasy? Like you had to have Alonso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It, was when, it was when we had um, Mendy 
um, yeah. Alonso, and who was that? Um, Robertson, was it? Like the left back. It was like Probably, you had to pick yeah. one or three of them yeah. each week. You just had all the left backs. Bring <laughs> 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 like, them all to England. Just call them. Yeah. I, I see in your team there, Jake, you've got Alexander Arnold. Um, oh, it looks like he's back to full speed now, and he? I mean, everyone's got him. But it, the problem is that he costs so much money. So how do you justify keeping him in your team? I think the interesting thing about the season is no, well, at, at least now there's no Kane. So he takes a lot of your money normally, like 12 million <laughs> or whatever he is. Um, so that like lets you spread the funds a bit. So I think that's kind of the reason why I have him. I don't think I would otherwise. I'd maybe have like Van Dyke or someone who's slightly cheaper. Um, but obviously like he's really attacking Alexander Arnold. I think he was like top for chances created or something when he played last season, even though he didn't play as much. Um, so I think he's like, even for that price, he's, because of his attacking returns, he's pretty justified. And obviously they've got Van Dyke back now. So hopefully there's more clean sheets as well for them. <laughs> Let's talk about the midfield now. I reckon this is where it's going to make or break a lot of managers this year, fantasy. The midfield battle, right? So you've got your premium players, right? Salah, Bruno. Uh, you might as well chuck Song in there as well as a mm. premium player. Now, right now, you, those three are probably the most informed. I know we've only had one game, but the most informed <laughs> players we have. Now, when do you see yourself, you might not even do this, but when do you see players start signing other premium players like Kevin De Bruyne, for example, you know, when, when do you see those premium players coming into the fold? Um, I think it's all around like the fixtures really and, and form as well. But um, fixtures is a big thing. And I think that's why most people don't have city players at the moment. Mm. I see you guys have two. <laughs> I've got two. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they one, let me down. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like obviously like Kevin De Bruyne is a, is pretty nailed on pretty much every game. Grealish probably is as well. I have Grealish. For that, hopefully for that price tag. I have Grealish because I think you have to have at least one attacking City player at all times because you just don't know when they're going to do a 6 0 to some team. Like, this is this is the problem with City is because Pep likes rotating, right? So yeah. you kind of need to have, you need to know which player. So even if Grealish doesn't start right, he's definitely going to come on at some point. And he might give you two assists for twenty minutes in twenty minutes or something. So, I feel like Grealish at this point is a safe bet to have. We're, I wasn't expecting him to have a um, City to have a bad game in the first game, but I feel like this is just the kick they need to start performing. Did you watch the game, Jasper? The Man City I actually, game. I actually didn't watch that game. I watched the goal highlights, but that was pretty. I sweet. Yeah, I'm just interested in how how Grealish went because he played the full game, didn't he? I yeah, I think believe so. so. I believe yeah. so. He played. Yeah, he's minutes. definitely one to watch. Eh? Yeah. I mean, and, um, he should yeah. be mate, being the hundred million player. Wow, exactly. Yeah. Like, come on. Well, well, what I'll say is on on fantasy, right? His um ICT rank, which is like how they rate the threat level. He's like um his threat is four out of two hundred thirty three. So he was the top four of that game week. So and he has a creativity of twenty three out of two hundred thirty three. And an influence of forty one out of two hundred thirty five. Yeah, I tell you, who's so, got another another player that's got a high ICT is Gilby Sigerson. He's got fifty. <laughs> yeah. oh, I have to do it. Yeah, I have to do it. Yeah, oh. he's, he, come home, Gilby. We'll sign you. The Swans will take you. 
<laughs> we'll bail you out. We won't let you near the 16s, though, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, boys, carry on. You had to go there. You had, I had to, to go I had to. You had to go there. had to be done. He's technically not in charge, I think. So it's all it's all allegations now at this stage, right? You can technically talk about it quite openly because he, he's, not, he's not before the court or anything, right? You're the lawyer, mate, not me. Oh, I, can... I know nothing, mate. Um, <laughs> I especially know nothing about sixteen-year-old girl. So best not to, mate. You best not to. Yeah. Adam Johnson is it? Is Adam Johnson free? Yeah, he's been out for two years. Oh, he's been out for two years. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Is, is the Swan signing him anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> You'd have the dream team. Oh, but yeah, yeah well, we could. Yeah, we could. The convict eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a few thieves stealing eleven at the Swans already, so. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, back to the fantasy. Are you prioritizing any like premium players for the strikers, or are you just like, nah, I'm still going cheap this year for strikers? I think, um, yeah, like I said before, with without Kane, um, this year's really weird with the strikers. They're all like sort of around six or seven mil, the ones that I have at the moment that I see as like any good. Um, and like that includes Tony and. Um, I've got like Antonio and Ings as well. I think Antonio is a really good one. Mm. Everyone's um, gone for him, mate. Like, what is it? Is it a scout or is it just the meta now that you have to have Antonio in your team? It's 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 pretty meta, I think. But he did really well last season. But I think that obviously the difference this year is they've got Euros, right? So mm. um, Euro League. So they're going to need a lot of rotation in their squad. So I'm a little bit skeptical about them in general. Yeah, Danny Ings. Um, though, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. he's probably. I've got him, um, but I'd say he's probably the the top tier of the what you said there, the six to eight million bracket. He's the top yeah. tier striker. You have to have him if you're going to spend eight mil on any player, because Vardy's yeah. probably just too out of reach. I think his his price is so inflated. I have to say. Yeah, is he like say. what eleven mil or ten mil or something? Something like that. Ten point five, I think it is. Yeah, like it's That's so inflated. Much. But um, let's talk about Lukaku. He's He's, he's going to play mm. this weekend, isn't he, against Arsenal? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, even if he doesn't play, how much is he, what? He's, what, 11.5, yeah? Yeah. He's expensive as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, bear in mind, he's never scored a goal with Chelsea, so uh, is he going to break his duck this season? Hopefully, no. <laughs> is he another Werner? <laughs> yeah. Uh, where are they going to play Werner? Are they going to play him as a left winger? Oh, they're going to play about Germany. He's out on loan, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing with Chelsea, right? There, there was talks about assigning Haaland, right? Now, the only way that deal could have been done is obviously with cash plus a swap deal with Werner because he's German. You know, it made sense, you know what I mean, to send him to Borussia Dortmund. Like, that might happen next year. You never know. But Lukaku, so is he a player that you're thinking of signing for fantasy? Yeah, he's on my watch list, definitely. Like, I think we just wait and see with him because he obviously don't want to go for him if he hasn't proven himself. Um, so I just just wait on that one, but I think Chelsea in general like could be quite strong this season. Like if if Werner's playing on the wing and you know maybe he's not scoring but he's creating goals for Lukaku kind of thing, hmm. could be quite dangerous. Um, and they've got like Havertz and um, Mason Mount and stuff, so they got a decent midfield too. Yeah, in defence. So in terms of fantasy though, like Chelsea might be the same as City really in terms of rotation you never know who you're going to get yeah. right so that might yeah. kill managers out there so like if you were to bank on a midfielder play for Chelsea every week who would you go for? Probably Mason Mount he seems to play like most of the games maybe Havertz as well I don't know I actually had um, Havertz 
on the first week, but then Guinea returns because I think Harvard is actually quite useful, right? And he's um he at the end of the season he started scoring quite a bit last season, so he he became quite useful to have on on the team. But um I think the problem with the Chelsea is just like you just don't know who's going to turn up and what the rotation's going to be like. So um I I actually want to put Lukaku in the first week, but I knew he wasn't playing last week, so. Um, the the moment he starts playing, I'm just gonna have him, and I'm not gonna move him for the whole season. I think he's he's one of those like the he's the guy he's gonna be the king this season, I reckon. And I think he's gonna get you at least 15 goals. So that's that's why I'm well, thinking. You expect mate, how much money they paid for him? It's not just the amount of money he's paid. He when he was at United, he scored a lot of goals with United as well. He scored in mm-hmm. one in every two games. Um, the issue was like um, when Oli came in. He thought that Lukaku was better on the bench, <laughs> and okay, um, and so he, um, yeah, he he was my he was my starter um, a couple of years ago. Um, so I'm gonna bring him in because everyone's they all gotta play. He's gotta be the key man, right? He's everyone's gotta play to give the ball to him, right? He's not just he's not just like the tall guy like Andy Carroll. Right? He actually loves running with the ball and having the ball run onto him. So then he can take the shots and um, use his body to just beat players. Hmm. He reminds me of um, Diogo Costa. So Diogo Costa used to just bully players, right? He's Lukaku's a bit of a bully now, so I reckon. Um, well, that's what he call a flat track bully, right? <laughs> um, but I just feel like this Chelsea team last season was that their xG, the expected goal, was quite high. It's just they didn't take the chances like Liverpool. Because Verda's playing for them, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the year, well, the season, two seasons before, they had, uh, what's the Spanish guy called? Morata. Morata. You know I mean, yeah. they've had a lot of, yeah. Dad. And oh, yeah, that's uh, Higuain's another one. So Chelsea have really, <laughs> they've never really replaced Drogba, really, in terms of goals up front. Yeah. Well, Costa, Costa was. Oh, like Costa, yeah, I forgot about Costa. Yeah. Giroud, um, mate. Giroud, yeah. Love Costa. Love Costa. Um, so no, I think Lukaku, in the long term, it's got to be a must-have because hmm. he's he's just got to be that because you don't know whether Mount and Harvest got to play every week. I think that's the only issue I had was yeah. I had Mount last season, um, for majority of the time, but he sometimes didn't do well for like five weeks in a row, and then he'll do well for two weeks, and then he'll not do well for another two weeks or something. So it was just so inconsistent with Mount. Hmm. But I agree, I agree with um Jacob that like at this stage, um. Werner could be a key difference if he stays with Chelsea and he plays on that left-hand side, right? Because you've got that Alonso Werner flipping yeah. it in, being the pace kind of stuff. He's got to give you assists. So. In terms of your strategy, Jake, um, I mean, a lot of people ask this question. So, <laughs> like, in terms of your um, your team, so do you, you view fantasy football as, like, your start 11? Or can your subs make any impact to your team? Or are you just having your subs as based on how much money you've got left? Um. It's kind of both. So you need, they obviously need to be cheap so you can get the premium guys. Otherwise, you know, you're spreading money across how, like 15 positions or whatever. Um, doesn't really work. So you have to be sort of realistic. Um, the, the dream is to get players that are um, like as cheap as possible, but play every game and play the full 90. Um <clears throat> So you've got like for me, I've got like Brownhill, who's like plays for Burnley. He actually only played eleven minutes on the weekend. <laughs> um, you got like Ailing, who's um, how much is he? He's 
four and a half million. So he's pretty cheap. He'd be worth ten million now, wouldn't he, Alan? <laughs> after that goal, he's worth ten mil now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically you, you just want a balance between play time and price. So it's kind of a it's kind of up to you. A lot of people go for the other strategy, which is just the cheapest possible players, um, so they can maximise their eleven. But then yeah. the problem is when you get an injury, or if you get like a COVID game cancellation or whatever, then you're you know, you're getting no no points instead of maybe a couple, or if you're lucky, you might get, you know, a handful of points mm. from that player. Are you going to approach the season differently? Um, the only difference is, like I just mentioned, with, like, COVID. So, like, um, and that, for me, that affects how many players from the same team I have. Mm. So, like, my kind of strategy at the moment is that I don't triple up on, oh, okay. on teams, but I do, at the moment, have triple Liverpool, but that's only going to last for a little while. So, like for example, a lot of play, a lot of people I've noticed have like Sanchez and goal, and they'll have the their backup keeper, who's like four million or whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, the the issue again is like if if the game gets cancelled, then you have no keeper. <laughs> you know? it's like the trials, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Recent goal. Oh god, um, we're, not, we're not getting into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of the only difference really. Otherwise my strategy is pretty much the same every time. Yeah. You know what, mate? I um I played quite well last year, but uh, even though I got 83 points this weekend, I, I just saw what like the level that we got in our league right now is up, you know, it's gone up a level. I think it's gonna be hard for me to break in that top ten. And I nearly panicked, man. I was like, oh, should I do it? Should I use the wild card now? Should I go back to no. go back to what I used to do back in the day and just do it? No, no. Because no. yeah, I saw I was like, oh, like, I haven't got a song in my team. I need all three of them now. But I've kept my cool. I've 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 yeah, I've actually not logged in to fantasy uh, for a few days to stop me from doing that. The the standard's gone up, I have to say. But Jasper, what about you, mate? Like in terms of your strategy this year? Oh, I, I used to be um the second case, what Jacob was describing. I used to just maximize my eleven and had the cheapest on the bench right. Doesn't work out. Because Jacob correctly said every time there was like an injury or like they played each other or something, right? It's just your your points just drops. And um I I started doing what Jake did, which is the first strategy, which is you want to have a good mix between your bench. So I how I see it and what I'll point out is that it's good to look at what the fixture list is. So um, what you probably want to do is what games do you think this player will play the most and score the most points out of? So you see um, when you click on the I um, on the player, you see their list, um, fixtures list, and it's all like it's either, either all in green or something. So for example, in Liverpool, um, for Man United, right? Um, from 1st of December to 27th of Feb, they're playing all the easy teams. All the games are free and below. There's not a single big team. That's when I'll have a maximum of Fernandez, Greenwood, Pogba, or Cavani, or something like that, right? Because I just know that's where all the points should be coming from, right? And um, last season, I kind of did that as my strategy. I kind of looked at what the fixture list was, even though it was a COVID hit, and just went, okay, these are the players I need to have at this at this time. Um, what tripped me up was, I think at the end of the season, when they were playing um, in the um, Euros and all that stuff, I just didn't look at it as much. And I stopped... Um, I started doing a lot more transfers. I started doing what everyone does, right? Which is like, oh, this player is playing well. We'll transfer him now. So I started taking hits. Um, I am the biggest culprit of changing my captains every game. 
and also making a lot of changes, like taking a minus eight, taking a minus 12. So um, I've realized that strategy doesn't work anymore. So I've only taken around minus four now, I'm minus four hit the most per week or don't, or don't change at all. And I'm going to stick to one captain this season. So captain thing was the thing that stuffed me up the most because I always changed my captains, whoever was playing well. And every time I did it, they played worse. So I remember I had, um, you know, Song was doing so well at the start, right? And then I just put him as captain. And then he was, like, not doing so well. So then I changed it to Salah. And then Salah wasn't doing well, so then I changed it to Fernandez. <laughs> and, and every time you switch it, right, the other player was doing well. And, and you, I lost so many points not picking up that double captain. So, um, yeah, I think, I think a good strategy to have now is pick a captain and stick to him for at least yeah. two, three to four weeks. And if he is not performed, then switch captain. Yeah. Yeah. This question is for Jake. When shall I triple captain Bruno? <laughs> well, I think for all the chips, like except wildcard, you have to wait. Well, maybe not even even wildcard actually. Um, you should wait till like the double game weeks at the end of the season. For people that I guess don't know, you get two wildcards per season. So you have one in the first half up till the end of December, and then you get a second one for the second half. So obviously you need a wild card before then, but Christmas time's a good time to do that. So you can set up for the, for the next half of the season. Then you use your second wild card towards the end of the season when you get all the double game weeks and stuff like that, blank game weeks. Mm. But you might score so, four goals this weekend. Never know. I know. Some someone um, who's that guy from um, Brentford, that right back who scored. Canas. Uh, Canas. Yeah, someone triple captain them. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You no, know, eh? was in my draft. Like, oh, there, you know, it was my fifth draft after I was 25, but he was in my fifth draft. Canas. Yeah. There's not many good players. That's the thing, mate. I, with the, the championship players coming up, there wasn't many standouts. I mean, nah. Buendia is a one to look at for Villa. He uh, played for mm. Norwich last year, uh, but there's not many of them. Um, the other fella up front for Brentford looks dangerous. Um, and Buemo. He looks. Oh, yeah. He look. He looks handy player. I'm not sure. He's sort of like a Hal Robson Carnu player. He like he won't get you goals, but he'll make movements that lead to goals. Um, hit the post so, though, didn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. But he, in terms of fantasy, it's sort of like a Kante. You know, I mean, like Kante is a great player on the field, but it doesn't yeah. translate into points in fantasy. You know, mm-hmm. which I think is a downfall of fantasy. I have to say, like there has to be some system there that. Yeah, you know, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, because plays like that, you're never going to get the rewards. You know, yeah. I think there needs to be more points given, if you get me. Yeah, I agree. Before we wrap up, lads, uh, let's look at the fixtures this weekend. So we're just going to go through each one, right? The first game of Game Week 2 is Liverpool-Burnley. How do you see that going, boys? Salah hat-trick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a Jota hat-trick, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you both give it away. Yeah. You're keeping Jota and okay. Uh, Salah. Okay. I, I know who you're captain this weekend. Burnley's Jake. always <laughs> been a tricky fixture for Liverpool. So don't be surprised if this is a one or draw. That's okay. what I'll say. So I, I think having Chris Wood, um, having good old Woody um, in the team might pay oh. dividends. But yeah. Burnley going down this year, boys. There's no doubt about it. They're going down. <laughs> Wood needs to get out of dodge. Second game of Game Week 2 is Aston Villa-Newcastle. I think this will be a close game. I think Aston Villa should win on paper. Newcastle have been playing pretty well though, haven't they? Yeah. I, watch, I actually watched the Newcastle game last week eh? at like 2am. 
how do they look, Newcastle? Because you know, they lost the game, good. but they were they... leading in the first half. They yeah. had, um, mm. they were actually really good. Um, I just, I just think the defense is a bit shaky. Yeah, and the goalkeeper as well. Yeah, yeah. but Callum Wilson, um, mm. same maximum. I think the is the same maximum or the same maximum uh, minimum. The minimum. Um, I think there there could be decent shots to have in your fantasy team. Yeah. What happened to Joe yeah. Willock? Like he didn't. Like, he's the only player yeah. that didn't play in my starting eleven last week. <laughs> I got rid of him. I'm like, I, I have to get rid of him. Like, if you're not playing against West Ham, you ain't playing at all, are you? So, third game we've got is uh, Palace versus Brentford. This is a huge game. Like, this is a six-pointed game for both teams, really, if they mm-hmm. want to stay up. And I. Uh, even though I've given um, my dark horses this season to Palace, I don't know. They look like dark donkeys right now because uh, <laughs> it ain't going too well. I, I'll just say, if they don't win this one, then uh, it could be curtains already for Vieira. Palace, Brentford, how do you see that going, boys? I think Brentford might do this, you know, coming off a pretty good win last week. They look pretty good. Yeah, I'm hoping for a clean sheet. Do you guys know um, Eze is by? Eze? Nah, Eze? nah, mate, he's he done, mate, for like the whole season. Oh, is he done for the whole season? Yeah, he's oh, got a cruciate lig- uh, ligament injury or something. He was yeah. like surprisingly like a pretty good fancy player last season. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, f- I feel like Brentford's got a... Yeah. Got what happened to Mitchell? Um, Jake, you are on that buzz last season. <laughs> I don't know, man. He played for a while. There was also um, Ferguson. Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both four mil. Four million. Yeah. Cheap as chips. Yeah, I felt sorry for him the first game. Because um, Mark Gurhey, um, who's on loan of us uh, for the last two seasons at Swans, great player, had to make his Premier League debut against Chelsea. Oh, shocker. He made my few of my drafts of fantasy, but Mark Gurhey might be a good pick. But, I mean, that's until they sort out their, their back line, really. <laughs> yeah. Right, next fixture is Leeds versus Everton. Whew. I feel like um, with uh, Benitez, um, Everton sits back a bit more. Um, so it might nullify Leeds a bit but I think Leeds probably need that win mm. after that humiliation against us um, so <laughs> um, I I think um, yeah I don't know I, I feel it might go down to a draw yeah. I'm, I'm sorry because I want Bamford to score because I've got Bamford but okay. he didn't I didn't look so well last week mm. but he, he's, he's, he's a bit like the All Blacks right he he doesn't do well one week, and then the next week he does really well. Ah, whatever. Let's talk about the strikers, actually. Let's talk about strikers. So um, we've already sp- spoken about, like, Ings has at the top, you know, bracket, the seven and eight mils. Now, Bamford and Calvert-Lewin, like, how do you see them two going? Because they were ballers last year, and I've oh. seen some people back them this year, but uh, do you feel like that's going to happen again, or is this a w- case of one-season sy- syndrome, really? Yeah, I don't, I don't know about Bamford this season. Um, I think people have figured out Leeds a bit. Um, have they made any signings? I can't even. Um, no, they have made a, a few signings, but um, none like, of that. Rafinha's like... their main man, isn't it? For Leeds? That was last season, I guess. I've got him this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, I got, um, got him this week. It needs to get me some points because Gundogan ain't playing apparently. Yeah, I think uh, Rafinha's a good one to mention actually because he's like he's pretty cheap. He's six point five mil. Yeah. yeah. He's a great player. So. Oh, no, he's rubbish. Don't get him. He's rubbish. Don't get him. He's rubbish. <laughs> he's trash. So um, uh, that's a, that's gonna be a very close game. That one. Um, Bamford yeah, does so. sign. Bamford does sign his contract today. Um, so he's got to be for the next three years at Leeds. 
Um, they do have that um, left back, um, Junior Furpol from Barcelona. Um, they signed right. quite early on. So, um, yeah. Does he score more goals? Does he, is he going to be a differential, potentially? Uh, fixture after that is uh, Man City versus Norwich. Now, um, both teams started off on the losing front. So, this is a, a six-pointer here. Both teams need to win to stay in the league. Uh, <laughs> how do we see this one go, boys? Norwich are going to get absolutely bodied. This is the equivalent <laughs> of... Um, the Taliban against the US, I think. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> one, one, one team's going to be clanging on the plane home and dropping <laughs> off. And the other one is going to be in their Humvees, in their Toyotas going down the country. So so which one's the Taliban? Which one's the US? Well, well, ha- have a guess, mate. Who funds, who funds Man City, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We went there, mate. We went there. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for now. Oh, we're getting shut down. We're getting shut down. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> um, so, is that a little hint there from Jake that you've got a Man City player in your team this week? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about it. You've got time, mate. You've got time to make some changes, don't you? I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to make any changes, to be honest. Okay, I get you. I get you. At this, at this stage. It's I'm thinking about Mario's, eh? Thinking about Mario's. Yeah, the scout keeps saying Mares. I just, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I don't get the Mares. I don't get the Mares bandwagon. No, neither do I. He's hot and cold. Just get Grealish. He's eight mil. Get him in. (laughs) (laughs) Get him Grealish. I'll give it to you, boys. I'll give it to you. I've got Cancelo, right? He's going to keep a clean sheet, right? We know that. (laughs) But I'm hoping Gundogan takes a sip of the, the Holy Grail or something. I need him to play. He needs to play. Otherwise, I've got Rafine on the bench. But, I mean, I bet you this is going to happen, right? Gundogan plays, like, 20 minutes, right? Rafina gets, like, 10, 12 points, and I'm, yeah, I leave him on the bench. That's what's going to happen. So I'm thinking to myself, should I just not do that? <laughs> just start <laughs> Rafina? <laughs> like, <laughs> didn't Gundogan get injured last game? Yeah, he's, he's got a yellow thin on his name right now. So... What's that? Fifty percent chance or seventy five percent? Seventy five percent chance of playing. I don't know. Um, but anyway, City Norwich, yeah, easy win for City. Now, next one here is a real championship fixture. It's Brighton versus Watford. Ooh. Plenty of points here on offer, I reckon. Watford did really well last week. So, Saar, Oof, he looked yeah. good, didn't he? Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking of having Saar this week as well, but um, it cost too much, though, didn't he? For a player yeah, that hasn't. Re- He's in the sixes. Sixes. That's a yeah. lot for a championship player. Sixes okay. Sixes okay. Um, all my players are around seven, so I I would have yeah. them in. This is this is the week, boy. So I think I can make some ground up now because everyone's going to go for Sanchez and goal. Yeah. I hope Watford absolutely hammer them because someone <laughs> might you know most managers will have Sanchez and maybe a dunk. You know what I mean? Mm. So yeah. I'm hoping that Brighton get fucked and need it to happen because this is where I'm going to gain some points because I've got a little secret weapon. Uh, with defense for me this weekend, but um, yeah, I, I feel Watford personally. I need Watford to win this one, but I don't want Saar to score. Let's get Andre Gray or Dini to score, um, they're not gonna <laughs> hurt me. But if Saar scores and what, yeah, actually, I, I'll take a Saar goal over a Brighton clean sheet any day. I'm hoping for a Brighton clean sheet, <laughs> <laughs> home advantage, mate. I haven't jumped on the um, the, the Brighton bandwagon because eh? last season I got so burnt. Having mm. um, Brighton as my defenders, right? Remember when they first came up, you had to have two Brighton defenders because they were just having clean sheets under yeah. um, Chris. What's his name? Um, 
and another Potter because Potter came. Oh, in last Chris Hutton. Yeah, Chris Hutton. Sorry, yeah, Chris Hutton. Yeah. And now then you've got Graham Potter. Yeah, Graham Potter is good. His attack, like the style and the attack, is good, but no cliches, bro. No cliches. I got them going down, Brian. I really do. Yeah. Not being biased with him, but I want them to go down. They played well, though. Like I don't think they're like a bad team, but it's just mm. unfortunately, um, his style is like um, they conceded quite a bit of goals, eh? So yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't quite see the love of Sanchez at this stage. I don't quite see that. But... Yeah, it's because he's cheap and he will start every week, right? True. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's what I read anyway. The scout. <laughs> I have to say, this is probably the first season I've ever looked at the scout, and I have to say, it's proven quite well for me so far. Is Sanchez an upgrade to Matt Ryan? Uh, yeah, uh, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah I think stats-wise he is, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. He's not a step up from like Martinez from Villa. You know, I, I had yeah. Martinez pretty much yeah. 24 out of my 25 drafts. He was in there. Yeah. I, just, I changed it last minute. I thought I have to go with the bandwagon here because I'm going to yeah. left. You know, mate, if you don't jump on that train, you're getting left at the train station. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> I mean, you've got to jump on it. Um, so we're going for a, a, a Brighton, probably a draw there, nil draw, I suppose. Yeah. Both of you'd be quite happy with that. Monday morning here in New Zealand, we've got Southampton versus Man United. Now, um, we obviously know who you're going to back to win, but in terms of points, what are we going for here, boys? I'm, I'm saying it's going to be a repeat of last year. Mm. Didn't we beat them like nine two or something? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that score we had? We had a massive score, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, I think it was yeah. nine two. Yeah, yeah. I I think without Vestergaard, because they lost Vestergaard to Leicester, right? Yeah, it's yeah. got to be the floodgates, mate. It's got to be like in the Bible, you know, the well, the Red Moses sea. Is that the Red opened sea? up. Moses. Yeah, opened <laughs> up. And you see Bruno, Bruno is Moses, like walking through with his like United fans, like yeah, wandering know. the desert for forty years with no trophies. <laughs> That's where you're heading right now, mate. <laughs> yeah, oh. You know what, boys? This is a big game, this one, because we're not giving Fernandez the credit he deserves, right? Now, I think that this is the week you captain Bruno over Salah because mm-hmm. he's got a great record against the Hamptons. So, um, yeah. you know, this is the diff- This is the game changer, right? I reckon I've... this is where you, you back Fernandez again. Yeah. I've brought in Pogba as well. I've brought in all the five houses. Uh... Luke Shaw, Fernandez, Pogba. <laughs> The Holy Trinity Ooh. of life, the Holy Father, wow. Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's all <laughs> here, mate. I'm bringing it all in, mate. Um, um, I don't think Southampton's got damage. You know, that no. I just don't. I just don't see it. So yeah. And Who also, the, who's their striker? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Um, Adam Armstrong. Um, oh yes, he scored. Uh, he did score from Blackburn. From Blackburn. Yeah. yeah, he scored the goal. Uh, the goal he scored was a it was a setter, really. The, the yeah, because he it was set a gift. it up. A gift. Yeah, because Michael King stuffed up that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but I feel like um, Southampton on paper just looks just looks yeah. weak. They could go down too. Yeah. There's probably about five teams that should go down. Let's get rid of them. Well, we ain't finished the top five, so... We need probably ten to get relegated for us to go up. <laughs> if that. <laughs> but when Gilfie Sigerson comes, back, we'll win the league. Trust me. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, walkover game there. Oh, next game of the fixture list, we've got Wolves Spurs now. Ooh, like Nuno versus uh, his old team. Now, I wouldn't look too much into the, today's result, but they did lose to the Portuguese waiters in the Europa <laughs> League. Um, which is surprising, really. You think Nuno would win in his home, home country, mm. but anyway, um, Wolves away for Spurs now. 
Spurs did win the first game of the season against City. We have to remember that. Son is probably going to be captain by... I wouldn't say be captain, but he'd definitely be in a lot of teams this week. Yeah. He was nearly in my team anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, Spurs, Wolves... How do you see this one going, boys? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not convinced with Spurs eh, without Kane. Like, mm. they just, they're just not the same. Um, I think it could be like a really low-scoring game again. Yeah. Where, where do you think... Kane will come back into the team if he does come back into the team. When or where? Oh, I mean, when, or when? I mean, like, right, he can play, right? He's played. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's trained. He's in the trained last week, yeah. so he's eligible to play. If he doesn't move, then he's obviously going to have to be played, yeah. right? <laughs> you can't keep on the bench, surely. Right, he's just going to yeah, do exactly. Gareth Bale, but he's learned from the best, right? So yeah. he's just got to do a Gareth Bale. Play golf and then wait for Real Madrid to come in the summer. Yes, exactly. In terms of fantasy, mate. Do you ever see yourself signing Kane this season? Um, if he becomes a regular or if he moves to City. Yeah. Like, otherwise, it's, he's too, it's too much money. Trust me, mate. If he signs for City, I'm wild in that week. It's yeah. game over. I think Honestly, everyone will get him. game over. It's game over. Or if Lewandowski like... comes or Haaland or someone, you know what I mean? I'll triple up on City, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arsenal, Chelsea. Now, that's a, that's a big picture, this one. London derby. In terms of lo- logically, you look at this game, you get Arsenal got no chance. Like Chelsea will hammer them. But Arsenal did the double over Chelsea last year, the league. Mm. And Arsenal have got a, a knack of just winning games they shouldn't win, and but losing mm. games. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they should. Like but, United, but worse. Yeah. I, I feel that Arsenal picked their game up against Chelsea. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if Arsenal win this one. Mm. Um, is is Orber and um, Lacazette back? <sighs> Because they were like well, yeah. uh, isolating, eh? They got wow. The rumors are, mate. They're trying to sell them away. That's that's the thing. That's why they're not playing. But I mean, Ober apparently he's going to sign a new deal um, to keep him at Arsenal. He wants to become a legend there. I mean, it's not going to be too hard <laughs> to become a legend there right now. Um, I don't know, mate. It's tricky with Arsenal because they had a shocking start of the season against Brentford. Yeah. Um, they should get hammered, but they should. But I wouldn't now. be surprised. But the thing is, if they lose, man, like the the vultures are already out, mate. Oh, yeah. and he's got to the, go man this is the first home game they've had right where fans are there right so mm. uh, it's, it's going to be oh. yeah it's going to be a, yeah, awesome to watch AFTV after the game they've got study up they've got study up with Chelsea as well so yeah it, they've got to pick a point somewhere right <laughs> wow <laughs> that'll be bottom of the table eh? <laughs> but um, I see everyone's got Ben White in the team because he's you know a first team starter and he's cheap, right? Is this the week you gamble and put Ben White in the first? No, he's not going to start. No, not in your teams. He'll probably start, but he, yeah, I think they'll get smashed. Oh, you know what? I might put Ben White in my team just to be the the difference. You never know. Yeah, nah, I don't a, know. That's a negative differential, man. Right? I've got Rudiger, so I mean, um, yeah, Chelsea. I need a clean sheet. Um, be nice if Rudiger scores a goal. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, the last fixture of game week two, we've got West Ham Leicester. Now, this is an interesting game in reality and in fantasy for sure, because like there's yeah. points on offer here. You either have a Vardy or Pereira. Um, my boy from Ghana, I can't pronounce his name. He's in my team. Okay. Um, nah, nah, nah. Sure. Nah, what's his name? Armate. Oh, oh yeah. Armate. Yeah. Um, West Ham, you've got Sushek. I mean, I'm not sure who's on that train anymore. I mean, has it has it derailed? Um, yeah, but... Sushek might be the the gross 
of yesteryear. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 There's always that player in the midfield that yeah. just never captures or recaps the form. I mean, I might be talking sh- like full shit here because it's like, you know, one game of the season now, 38. Did he score a goal and assist? Who, last week? Yeah, Suchek's got eight points. I didn't. I, 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 watched, did the, I watched the game. I watched the did game. Did he score? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he scored. Yeah, some, he did he scored, score? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, I'm full of and shit, then I'm like, <laughs> he's back. <laughs> yeah, he's <fast. laughs> oh, mate. Um, yeah, I've got a few players actually I brought in for West Ham this week because uh, I think that they can win this one. Um, but Antonio, I mean, how long do you see yourself keeping Antonio in your team? Have you got him, Jasper? No, I don't have Antonio. Okay, Jake's got him. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really up to the Euros, eh? Like, Euro League, I should say. Um, yeah. Because I think they'll really struggle with depth, mm. especially without like Lingard and stuff. You know, like mm. I, don't, I don't know how they're going to handle this whole season. I was like, he's a good one to pick right now, but soon he might be <laughs> worth dropping. Well, hey lads, um, it's been a pleasure to have you on. I hope that you're you're keeping well during lockdown. We're going to be in this for a while. Trust me, it ain't going to be a week. We're in this for the long haul. Before we go, boys, um, is there anything you want to pick up? during this lockdown he did last year as in terms of a new skill or a new hobby like anything you'd like to discover or learn about yourself I want to I want to learn how to be more like Jake and dominate everyone <laughs> and family. I want to be more like him and wow. just like make everyone bow down to my awesomeness but uh, unfortunately I'm still at the bottom I think so yeah. I've got much to learn what about Spanish though I mean what about really? Spanish like are you going to master Speaking oh, Espanol um, by the end of this lockdown? Yeah, well, if, if the lockdown goes to the end of the year, probably. But um, <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean, it's just that's just something I'm having in the side. But um, doing my fantasy each week is probably the key yeah. thing at this point. The thing is, we've got no excuse now not to look at our fantasy every week. Do you know <laughs> You've got so yeah. much free time now. Oh, like, so much time. It's, so it's much dangerous. Time. What about you, Jake? Anything uh, new you want to pick up? Not really, yeah. No. Maybe just read more. I've like oh, yeah. so many books that just like next to my bed, and I just haven't read any of them. Yeah. What about a filthy bed? Are you gonna grow one of those? Oh, I was gonna do a mo actually. <laughs> I was gonna shave all all this. Gone. Yeah. Maybe maybe on Monday. You know what, mate? If, I'm thinking of uh, going slim shady again. Really? Yeah, yeah. Not the filter. I, I did that before. A second, different color. Yeah, yeah, Scotty Pippen, I reckon. Let's go pink. Yes, do pink or green or something. Yeah, change we'll it up a bit, you know. Yeah, like for me, boys, I'm I'm just want to you know improve my KD on Warzone. Really, that's my uh, oh, yeah. my that's goal. What, what, what's your thoughts on um, Vanguard? Isn't that the next one coming up? Vanguard? Yeah, I, I woke up this morning at six o'clock for it just to see the <laughs> the live event. It was underwhelming, I have to say. Oh, I'm getting Battlefield, boys. I reckon. Yeah. Come on, come to the Battlefield family. Yeah, I will. I will. coming, right? All right, I'll be in Battlefield here, boys, when I go, because dinner's ready. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, boys. Uh, anyway, yeah, thank you for coming on. And, uh, yeah, we'll try and get you on again in the... Well, we're going to be in this lockdown for a while, so I will be getting you on again. But, yeah, pleasure to have you on, Jake. Pleasure to have you on, Jasper. And uh, look after yourselves, boys. All right, stay safe. Good effects in here. Thanks for having us, mate. <laughs> See you, Jake. See you, <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Extra Trials Football Podcast, the home of Alternative Football. And uh, we'll be back with you soon. Take care, guys. Kakitano. Mm-hmm.